1: and it was no more than that. This is about five minutes the other night. Um, <clears throat> one weather uh, app that I have says, said briefly that we could get a little over an inch of snow. A week from Tuesday, a week from tomorrow. It was just, oh, it was just up there for just that little bitty bit of time, just uh, that much. And then, and then they changed the forecast. Well, uh, folks tonight, it is going to be bad. Starting at about 10 o'clock, the wind is going to start pick up. We're going to start uh, getting rain. Looking at about an inch, close to about 1.4 inches tonight. And then tomorrow, looking at right around almost 3 inches, uh, coming in uh, tomorrow, is going to be windy. It is going to be rainy. It is going to be miserable. The winds are going to be pretty darn heavy at times. Let me just take a look at some of these. I mean, we're talking about gust up to twenty miles an hour, uh, even higher than that, twenty-two miles an hour in some cases. And that's really gonna be going into about right around midnight. Um, it's gonna be uh getting pretty bad. So lots of rain tonight, lots of rain tomorrow, and uh, just gonna be icky. So get ready for that. But do you know this? Over forty states, forty states, um have been under a, a blizzard, wind, and, w- blizzard wind snow, or flood alerts as these winter storms are coming in. More than 40 states from Washington and Massachusetts are set to be impacted by new winter storms on the move after up to 18 inches of snow pummeled California to Colorado this weekend. Nine states in the west and the plains are under blizzard warnings. Um, because you know why? Because it's winter. Ta-da! They act like this is the first winter we ever had. Meanwhile, here in the South, tornadoes, saw that one tornado down, was it uh, Miami or Fort Lauderdale? That area, South Miami. Um, they had a tornado down there. looked like, like a pretty uh, big one. Uh, here in the South, tornadoes and flash flooding are possible this evening along the Gulf Coast from Texas to Florida, New Orleans to Pensacola. Uh, they're in the bullseye of some of these, but we'll see what happens with this. It's just going to be nasty the next couple of days. So... There you go. But uh, people say, well, we need it. We need the rain. <laughs> okay. A little bit at a time. A little bit at a time. Did you know, like Will, um, you know how rainy Ireland is? I always talk about rain over in England, rain in Ireland, rain in Scotland. You know, you know
2: that? I, I wasn't familiar with that one, but I was familiar with the rain in Spain
1: falls. It does fall mainly on the plains. <laughs> um, as if, oh, speaking of plains, I was remiss. I, I made a mistake. I said it was the uh, uh, Alaska Airlines that had the uh, roof blow off. It was Aloha Airlines that had the roof blow off. Well, anyway, do you know we get more rain here in Greenville than they do in England? I did not know that. Yeah, we do. Well, it's just it falls constantly there. It's just this light, constant drizzle.
2: Oh, right. And it's one of the have. things that I think is so crazy because, I mean, growing up
1: here, you constantly, oh, we're in a drought. Yeah. We're in a drought. Yeah. We have a uh, larger average rainfall than they do. But, again, we got some nasty weather coming up tonight. But listen to this. We're going back to the moon. How about that? Oh, how are we doing that? Well, there's a, they launched a rocket. It was this uh, rocket and um, had a little bit of problem. With the rocket launch, they lost a lot of fuel, and uh, it's the Peregrine lunar lander, lander, and they say they might not be able to land on the moon softly. Gotcha. So is this like a private company or a NASA thing? This or? It's a NASA thing in, okay. in collaboration with a private company. So they're both in this on this together this, uh, to share the cost. But this will be the first time. Uh, now, this isn't a, a manned landing. We don't have people there. This is just. Sending this uh, thing up Because they're looking at sending men there well, or, I was say, humans Humans, well, I'm I, sorry It's humans. like,
2: you know, uh, however you feel about the moon landing or whatever It's yeah. almost like uh, Depending on how you look at it On one way, it's a downgrade It's like, well, we sent people there before And the other that. way, it's kind of an upgrade It's like, whoa, we're sending technology up there but...
1: Well, they're <laughs> <laughs> Not so much Oh, no <laughs> <laughs> They're looking at doing burials
2: Oh. They're going
1: to send people's ashes up. That's that's one of the plans that that's coming in the future. Oh no. Yeah. I want to bury guess, people on the moon.
2: Well, that's cool if that's something you want, you know, you want it in your will or whatever. I
1: wonder how much that would cost. Right. How better much? start better get cozy with Bezos. Uh, just <laughs> just take my ashes to St Andrews right. <laughs> scatter me along the uh, Swoken bridge there i'll be i'll be happy so anyway we're going back to the moon and i'm I, they're going to have commercial deliveries and burials i can't wait to see a big amazon lunar lander up there <laughs> up there in the moon so i don't know it's going to but again i got to ask, you know they're looking at going to go into the the north pole of the moon if that's even what it's called i don't know what that's called um in November of 2022, NASA completed an unmanned uh, flight test at the Space Launch System. And um, they're planning on a 10-day manned flight coming up in the near future. So still, don't a lot of people will say this will be the first time the man ever walked on the moon. But wouldn't you think that it would be a lot easier now since he's already, well, since we've already, I mean, heck, we spent a, <laughs> it was almost getting like Gill, Gilligan's Island. They were playing golf on the moon. They had uh, we had a car on the moon. Only thing only thing we were missing were the mosquitoes, Bingo, Bango, Bongo, and Irving playing a concert on the moon, and we would have had the, uh, the whole Gilligan's Island theme there. But I don't know. A lot. Of, and, again, a lot of people say, oh, it's the first time we've ever been to the moon. First time. Let's see, Charlie, it's the dark side of the moon. Charlie, there's never been People on the moon. (laughs) Charlie, Native American tribes are suing companies to stop the moon burials. Yeah, I heard about that. Heard about that. That's pretty interesting. Charlie, just think of all the scams that people are going to run. Give us your ashes. Give us your family members. We'll get them to the moon and then take your $25,000 and just dump them in the landfill. You are probably right about that. It's kind of like I see these things all the time. You can buy a one-inch square of real estate in Scotland. And you will become a Scottish lord. You know, that's, uh, oh, what is it? Something entitlements. Yeah.
2: And they got busted. Yeah, and, um, they did.
1: When Scotland came out and said, that's you, not the way things work well, here. Well,
2: there's a YouTuber named Coffeezilla. And, yeah. like, that's kind of his big thing is taking, like, all these big, like, crypto scams. And basically, if it's, like, a financial scam, he's kind of trying to dig into it. And, like, right. and he legit calls people. And it's and – it's, just watching him take this thing down and then that's when everybody else started, you know, kind of saying like, oh, wait, what's going on here? Um, and actually his video was the one that got them to update their website to try right. to like unfalsify their claims. Yeah. But, you know, he had already screen grabbed it. Oh,
1: they'll, they'll make those, oh, yeah. those stupid claims and people will – it's like a timeshare. People will fall for it. People will fall for it. And then once they got you, they got you. All right. When we get back, surprisingly, record number, uh, record numbers of people are not satisfied with Joe Biden. How about that? That shocks me. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas.
0: All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?
1: I predict Super Tuesday it's over. Super Tuesday it is done. No need to go on to the Georgia primary, the Hawaii caucus, the Mississippi primary, the Washington primary, Arizona, Florida, Illinois, Kansas, Ohio. No need to go on after March 5th. It's done. Donald John Trump will be the nominee. You need 12:35 to win. I predict on March 5th, when all is said and done, he is going to be he's going to have over 12:35 to win this nomination. That's just I mean, if you just look at, I mean, there's not a single primary or a caucus where Donald Trump is losing. Not one. I think the lowest lowest spread is 29 points. In this primary. Lowest spread. So what's going to happen after that? I mean, if you really just think about it, you know, what is. What is going to happen? When all is said and done, Donald Trump wins the primaries, there's no no need to go on. Well, I mean, are we going to see. People starting to back out? Are we going to see Joe Biden drop out of the race? That's what a lot of people are predicting because Joe Biden, right now, even after that unbelievably divisive speech that he gave the other night, I mean, where he just called, I mean, if you're part of the MAGA movement, if you're a conservative, a true conservative, you're the biggest problem with this country. And then to see what he what he did with that speech today at Mother Emanuel AME Church. Is it any wonder that this guy is is so wildly unpopular? Nobody, I will, I don't think anybody likes him. I know there's some people out there, because they feel like they have to. They feel like they have to, and they can't really say anything against him. That's what that's all about. That's just towing the party line, making sure, you know, But if you look at the Biden job approval, Rasmussen's got him at 43 percent approval, 56 percent disapproval. That's a 13 point margin. Thirty five percent of Americans believe that this country is going in the wrong direction. CBS News has his approval at 41 percent. Now, remember, all of these like Rasmussen. All of the networks with their polls, Emerson poll, a lot of these weight the Democrats more heavily than they do Republicans. So you can always add at least five percentage points or deduct them as it goes on. But this guy is 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 wildly unpopular right now. And in fact, he is the most, at this time in his presidency, Joe Biden is less popular than Donald Trump. That's pretty amazing. But well, why shouldn't he be? Has he has he brought anybody together? Has he said anything that was. Positive, no, it's all doom and gloom. Only 28 percent of adults living in the United States are satisfied with the state of democracy. I know you can't see, but I'm using the air quotes there, democracy, which they always drag that out. Democracy that is down from 35 percent when Gallup polled on the issues of January the 6th. In 2021, only 28 percent of Americans are satisfied with the state of democracy under Joe Biden. The more recent decline in the past two years to varying degrees of different partisan groups may reflect economic unease amid higher prices, disapproval of the jobs that President Joe Biden, Congress and the Supreme Court are doing, increasing hostility between political parties, former, presidents Donald, former President Donald Trump's Persistent political strength and concerns about election security, voting rights and the independence of the courts and the justice system, which we know that we don't have independent courts and justice systems anymore. We saw that a few minutes ago when we told you they were going to come after you if you were just near the Capitol on that day. So. Uh, Republicans are least likely to say they're satisfied, only 17%. And Democrats are the most likely. 27% of independent voters um, also feel the same way about Joe Biden and his democracy. And there's no good story to tell. The Democrats literally have no good story to tell. Let's take a look. I got, you know what I got the other day? I got the notice of my homeowner's insurance the notice of my homeowner's insurance, because it's, it's paid through. We still carry a mortgage, so it's paid through the escrow account. But they still send me what the bill is. And I looked at that thing, and I went, nope, no, 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 no. no So I immediately rang up my insurance agents. I said, man, y'all got to shop this, and you got to shop it quick. So they did find me a better deal, but it went through the roof. I haven't filed any claims. There's been no damages. No damages. So, there we are. Insurance is going through the roof, not just, not just homeowners insurance. Car insurance is going through the roof. Everything is going through the roof right now. Prices going to the grocery store, that's going through the roof. There is no ease for the American people under this administration. And the thing is, instead of saying something like, we feel your pain, Instead of saying something like, we understand what you're going through. Instead of saying something like, we are working hard to bring prices down. You know what they're saying? And nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. You are making a mistake in the way you're thinking. Somebody said the other day that inflation was a good thing. It's a good thing for the economy. Because that means wages. No, that's a bunch of BS. Inflation is outpacing wages at an unbelievable rate. And they don't even want to stand up there and go, listen, we're if so, and I don't want to give them advice, but if they were to just stand up and go, hey, guys, we understand, man, we're all in this together. We're all in this economy together and we're working very, very hard to, to make sure that Americans have good paying jobs and we're working very hard to make sure that, you know, we, we keep government spending. at. A, but they don't. Instead, they just point the finger at you and say, this is your fault. They But this is not the first time they've done it. It's not the first time they've done it. In fact, when, when they gave out all that stimulus money during COVID and all of a sudden the economy didn't rebound, you know who they blamed? You, because you know what you did with it, according to them? You fixed up your home, the place where you were confined to, where you couldn't leave because your job was shut down or your schools were shut down or the stores and the restaurants were shut down. They blamed you for making your domicile a more comfortable place. Maybe you got that new fence. Maybe you added on a room. Maybe you got new flooring, whatever it is. They blamed you. But that's what Democrats do. They always blame you. When it's actually them, it's actually their fault what's going on. And the fact that they won't admit it tells you everything you need to know about them. Everything that they touch absolutely falls To ruin. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right. GS Plumbing Talk line 800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. When we get back. I've been trying to talk about this story the entire day. I'm going to talk about it next. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD. The Voice of the Carolinas. So, Will, have you ever had an unexpected animal sighting? And I'm not talking about you see a deer, but you didn't expect to see a deer or you see a raccoon. I know Those are ordinary animals and they're all over the place. You ever seen an animal uh, that shouldn't have been where he was?
2: I I mean on the internet of course yeah I'm um right. nothing's coming to mind uh you know the first thing I was gonna say is oh I saw this owl in a tree that sk- spooked me one time but yeah yeah no uh, nothing I can think of specifically speaking
1: of that we used to used to used to go to this little um, pub in Augusta we called it the cellar I don't even remember what the real name of it was we just called it the cellar I came out of the cellar one night. And I heard this woman screaming at the top of her lungs. Ah! Oh, man, it it scared me to death. But it wasn't a woman. It was a peacock. (laughs) Have you ever heard a peacock scream? I have not. Oh, my word. It's horrifying. They're beautiful animals, just absolutely magnificent, glorious. But boy when those things scream and you don't expect it it'll it'll make you soil yourself. The pl- it will the plumage is majestic. <laughs> yes. The screams are terrifying. It really is. But the weirdest <laughs> thing I've ever seen as far as an animal is concerned, I I I came out of used to do some work at this little theater in downtown Charleston. I came out and there on the sidewalk walking down and I've got pictures of this as evidence. Walking along the sidewalk was a chinchilla.
2: Where where does a chinchilla even
1: did it just like have a pet shop escape no idea <laughs> no idea but there it was just walking down the thing and i took a couple of pictures of it he did not look like he was the healthiest chinchilla in the world so maybe it escaped for somebody uh, somebody's as a pet or anything but speaking of that because people sometimes loose their pets that's why florida is having so much trouble with pythons yep. down there because people get these pythons and then they go all right i'm sick and tired of Buying mice for this thing, so they just let it out in the wild, and now they're just taking over down there. Well, here in South Carolina, we've got something similar to worry about, and it's the tegu lizard. I heard about that. Yeah, invasive liver uh, livers lizards uh, have been found in various places um, in Georgia. They're now they're showing up here in South Carolina. The South African tegu is a black and white or red lizard that can can grow up to hello four feet long that's uh see it's just
2: just well, imagine and i think that's what happens in a lot of these cases is people get these things when they're babies yeah. and think oh it's cute it's adorable let me hold
1: it in. and then it grows to be this yeah. massive monster like, i'm <laughs> not, <laughs> I'm not having that in my house right. so they let it go but yeah these things are four feet long the lizards eat other reptiles and the eggs of ground nesting birds uh like turkeys and quail they also carry salmonella the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources says that there have been more than 100 sightings of these things. Well, see, I like eating
2: turkey for sure, so we need to get rid of these things. Of these I'm, things. Not,
1: I'm not trying Big to have time. competition. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, the agency has confirmed 24 black and white tegus across 13 different counties, plus red tegus in two counties. South Carolina DNR said if you see a tegu lizard in the wild report it they've got a form that you use online and you uh, take a picture of it to be uh, to have it confirmed but four feet long they've established populations in the wild in Florida um, Wow pretty amazing. I don't want to run into those things but there you go okay here is a headline you will never ever hear ever. Charlie James gets naked and dot, dot, dot. It, I, I don't care what the dot, dot, dot is. They, I will assure you, there will never be a headline that reads, Charlie James gets naked and does something, because it's just not going to happen. It's, it's just not. Well, that's because I don't live in Alabama. A man in Alabama has been arrested. After he did a cannonball (laughs) into the aquarium at Bass Pro Shops. 42-year-old man, got naked, didn't just jump in with all his clothes on. No, no, no. He stripped down and jumped into the aquarium at the Bass Pro Shop in Alabama, swam around for about five minutes. The man was arrested on multiple charges, including public lewdness, 42-year-old man, he crashed Okay, Here we go. And it gets even better than that. All right. 42-year-old man was arrested in Leeds, Alabama, after diving into a Bass Pro Shop aquarium naked. The man crashed his car, disrobed, and executed a daring plunge into the store's massive aquarium on Thursday night. Leeds Police Chief Paul Irwin said the incident left shoppers in the town just outside of Birmingham in disbelief. Video taken by bystanders showed the man do a cannonball dive into the aquarium and later stand under the waterfall. Irwin noted that the man spent about five minutes in the water before officers arrived on the scene. He exited the water to confront two police officers, only to dive back into the aquarium. Eventually, the man climbed over the side of the aquarium, falling onto the concrete floor uh, where he appeared unconscious. Law enforcement apprehended him. I might have to think about resigning. At uh, that moment, Charlie, can't, handcuff that guy. Yeah, I'm not touching him. Right. I, I'm not. I'm not touching him. What's You know, we always hear about
2: Florida, man. Please don't tell me that Florida and Alabama are about to start competing. We I don't think need that.
1: I think the world needs that.
2: Actually, you know what? The
1: world needs that competition. <laughs> it would be entertaining. <laughs> so you folks in Alabama, pick it up. Pick it up. He was charged with public lewdness, disorderly, con- disorderly conduct, resisting arrest, assault on a police officer, two counts of criminal mischief, and two counts of reckless endangerment. But I've seen the video, and I have to tell you, And apparently the water in those aquariums is cold. I'm just saying. And you can read into that however you want to. But apparently it's a little chilly in those aquariums. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) That's just so. People are nuts. wonder what was going on to this guy. (laughs) What do you think? You know what? It's going to be a good idea. You know what? Yeah. Maybe he knew he was going to go to jail. But he was like, totally worth it. Totally. I mean, they're not going to send me to prison, probably.
2: I mean, I definitely think that second dive was. I mean, if yeah, you're the gonna, second
1: dive is yeah. If do. you're going to
2: jump back, I mean, and plus, if you see the cops, it's like, well, might as well go. Let's go know, with a flourish. Full send on. Let's this. go with a the
1: flourish. <laughs> there you go, Charlie. I had a bobcat in the front yard of my father's house. The scream is the most blood-curling, terrifying sound I've ever heard, Charlie. Uh, Charlie, that ain't naked. That's what people down here called naked. Well, like Jeff Foxworthy said. Uh, Naked means you ain't got no clothes on. No, naked means you ain't got no clothes on. Naked means you ain't got no clothes on, and you're up to something. This guy was definitely up to something. Hey, Charlie, if those Tegu dragons taste like chicken, they're not going to last very long around here. Ah, Charlie saw my first live armadillo run across the road in front of me last night. I've never seen a live armadillo. I mean, I've always seen them when they were, you know, room temperature, but I've never seen them live. Um Let's see, Charlie, I will, uh, I will address the Tigu with the shotgun. That might not be a bad thing to do. Uh, my goodness. Uh, Charlie, my husband and I saw two wild hogs off Locust Hill Road in Greer about a month ago. Wow. That's pretty scary there, too. All right. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. Oh, by the way, speaking of sightings, where the heck has Lloyd Austin been? This is a very strange story. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WRD, the voice of the Carolinas. Welcome back to the program. Uh, One texter says, Charlie, I saw a black. uh, Yeah, we live in Easley. Got a picture of a black bear in our backyard. Uh, A little too close to me. Too little, too close for me. Now I do know this. Um, you know, living in Charleston, we would see alligators. I and this is not even an exaggeration. I probably saw an alligator a day living in Charleston. So I, I will bet. And and one day we went out to Magnolia Plantation, took a little uh, tour there. I bet we saw five, over five hundred in one day. So I, I would conservatively say that during, the, what, the 10 years that I was in Charleston, I probably saw 2,000 alligators. Not uncommon to see them on the golf course all the time. And even to this day, whenever I'm, whenever I'm playing, you know, I'm out at Carolina Springs, I'm playing, we get to close to one of the ponds. The rule is everything's an alligator. A rock's an alligator. A log is an alligator. Everything, a shadow is an alligator. Everything's an alligator. That's hard to break. When you realize how quick those things are. But my grandmother said one time, we had a little pond. Uh, it was about a six-acre pond. And um, my and this was in Blythe, Georgia. And my grandmother would always say that there was an alligator in the pond. Nobody believed her. Nobody. Oh, she's seeing things. Oh, she doesn't know what she's talking about. This is a woman never seen an alligator in her life. But she said there was a, and dang it for what – now, it wasn't an alligator, it was a caiman, which was a small alligator, but still. And that comes from those uh, Tegu uh, lizards that we've got here in South Carolina. Charlie, do you think Lloyd Austin's elective surgery was a transition gone bad? He'd be able to check another box. That, has that not been the weirdest story? Has that not been the weirdest story? Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin, while Joe Biden was on vacation, Apparently got sick. Didn't tell anybody. Then he went to the ICU, the intensive care unit. Didn't tell anybody. Nobody knew where Lloyd Austin was. Nobody bothered to pick up the phone and call the White House and say, hey, now one story. And this is where it gets weird, because one story says that the, um, That Lloyd Austin's press secretary had the flu. Oh, had the flu. So they couldn't alert the White House and the Joint Chiefs of Staff that Lloyd Austin was in the hospital. Really? How bad of a flu do you have to have not to be able to text something that important? This is the guy that's the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. And he just goes missing. And it reminds me of remember when Pete Buttigieg went missing for six weeks. We didn't hear from him for six weeks. Nobody knew where he was. Nobody cared. Nobody missed him. Come to find out he was on Pa maternity leave with his newly adopted child, wearing the artificial breastfeeder. You remember that? This guy. So Lloyd Austin, he just disappears, and nobody tells nobody. Now again this happened when Joe Biden was on um vacation but that's been 41% of his presidency so we got to narrow it down just a little bit. So Lloyd uh, from what we hear um Lloyd Austin actually Oh, this is uh, this from Politico. President Joe Biden is not considering firing Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin after he didn't tell the White House about his emergency hospitalization. Hospitalization, four senior members said. Beyond that, one official noted that the president would not accept a resignation if if Austin was to offer one. He's not going to do that. He's got too big of an ego. The Pentagon had already announced that Austin wasn't planning to resign. He remains focused on conducting his duties as Secretary of Defense in defense of our nation. Uh, The decision by Biden to stand by Austin comes amid calls from Republicans, including former President Donald Trump, for him to be fired. Austin did not disclose last week that he was hospitalized at Walter Reed uh, National Military Medical Center with complications from an undisclosed surgical procedure, raising questions about what ailment he had and why he decided to keep it so secret. But Austin is famously loyal and values uh, continuity in his cabinet He gets uh, anyway, that's Politico just blowing smoke up his butt. But this guy goes missing. And that's okay, Completely fine. Lloyd Austin's chief of staff was sick and failed. to. So here's this is the scapegoat. Yeah. The the personal secretary, the chief of staff for Lloyd Austin, he is now the guy that's falling on the sword. Right. He's the guy that's falling on the sword. Oh, it was me. It was me. I did it. I had a real bad flu. I couldn't I couldn't text. It was one of those flus that affects your fingers, and you can't send a text. It's 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 a mystery. Austin was hospitalized on January the first, but nobody in the White House, not even President Biden, knew of it until January the fourth. The Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks, who would stand in for him in an emergency, she didn't know it until January the third. And even then, Nobody, still, nobody knows why this guy was in the hospital. And this isn't a little bitty thing either. This is big. U.S. military forces are on high alert in the Middle East right now. We got two aircraft carriers that were moved into the Mediterranean as a deterrent to, uh, to Iran. And this guy goes in the hospital and tells nobody. Wow. That's pretty amazing. If Austin were a vital member of Biden's national security team, if he were deeply enmeshed in decision making about wars in Ukraine and the Middle East, excuses might be made and tolerated. But the fact that Biden learned of Austin's absence only after uh, after four days means one thing: Joe Biden hadn't talked to Lloyd Austin in four days. Remember when they used to criticize Donald Trump? Oh, Donald Trump doesn't go to security briefings every morning. He doesn't go to security. He said, I read him, but he doesn't go to the security briefings every morning. Well, here's a president, so-called, whose secretary of defense goes missing for four days. He doesn't even know about it. Another great reason to get rid of that guy. Holy cow. Mm-mm-mm. All right. Weather is going to be coming in tonight about 10 o'clock. Um, we'll see if it's as bad as they say it is, but it's supposed to be pretty rough overnight, midnight, but could have 20 something mile an hour winds. If you got anything outside, lawn furniture, anything like that that could blow around, you might want to secure that, make sure everything is good with that. I know we'll be doing that later on this evening, but. Uh, Tomorrow is also going to be pretty rough as well. We're going to have a lot of rain. Be careful when you're driving into work. I think some schools have actually canceled classes tomorrow. I don't, want to, I don't have a list of those, but uh, I'm pretty sure Tara will have those in the morning. Yeah, right? they said they're going to e-learning. Oh, 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 All
2: schools? I don't know about all, but I actually we did get a caller, and she was like, oh, and they they mentioned it on one of the newscasts earlier. Okay,
1: so you definitely want to take a look at that, make sure you don't uh, go to – Anyway, y'all be careful out there as you're driving into work tomorrow because we certainly want you here tomorrow afternoon at 3 o'clock for the Charlie James Show. Y'all have a fantastic night. As always, we love you. God bless. Buckle up. Bye, y'all.